You're listening to The Worker's Mic, powered by the Midwest Coalition of Labor and sponsored by Megan Financial, Premise Health, and Voya Financial. Welcome back, everyone, to The Worker's Mic right here on 720 WGN. My name is Ken. I'm here with Ed. Hello, Ed. What's happening, Ken? Hey, and we talked earlier, um, and we're really psyched to have um, a really cool guest with us today, Alyssa Cruz, correct? I get that right? Yes, you did. And you are what? A 134 apprentice. Correct. What year? I am a fifth year now. How many years does it go? Five years total. Okay. And 134, for everybody out there listening that doesn't know, it's the IBEW, the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers. And so explain to me real quick, or explain to our audience, your local, right? Because there's a lot of different IBW locals. What does Local 134 do? So it's it's based out of Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, we do a lot of downtown work, a lot of commercial, some residential. Construction? Construction, yes. Got it. And you're, you guys are in Cook County, correct? Correct. Okay. And so you have an interesting background. Um, you know, we were chatting, you know, before the show and, you know, my understanding is that you introduced President Biden at the White House. I did. I did. I was lucky enough to be selected. How cool is that? It was, it was cool. It was very intimidating. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Where did you, and so you, you flew to DC. Yes. And, and what was the occasion? Like what, what were you introducing him for? Um, it was to talk about the infrastructure talent pipeline. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of green energy conversation uh, deals with UV charging stations and other green energy aspects. And how do they, I mean, a fifth year apprentice, <laughs> you know, from Chicago, like how do you wind up getting this gig? That's what I want to know. Right place, right time. That's um, yeah, our, our business manager, Don Finn, got a phone call and they were asking for a female minority apprentice so to. You, you fit the bill. I did. <laughs> and you're like, here, I, I'm. It's, uh, that's me. me. He poked his head out of the office and he's like, hey, you, Alyssa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pick yeah. me. I was literally right across from him when he got the phone call. So if not, it could have been anyone else. That's amazing. So one day you're on the job as an electrician, just working, and a yeah. couple days later, you're in the blue room at the white house introducing the president absolutely that's amazing oh yeah my heart's racing again sorry just thinking about it, <laughs> just thinking about bring, it. <laughs> bring back the stress but that is uh that's very cool yeah Thank you you, you, sh- you. you should be honored and, and i know that uh you know for whatever people say about biden you know he's he's pro labor you know and, and he's pro union and you know although i we take him to task you know sometimes you know for some things like the railroad shoving that contract down people's throat yeah, i didn't right. think it was great but you know this infrastructure bill which is the bipartisan infrastructure bill right is work for a generation for us right and for you and for your family oh, and yeah? for your future you know you're just coming up into the into the trade but you know you hope that that bill is going to provide work for eons for you right absolutely yeah it's great and i mean i just read something last week that just in 2023 across the country there's going to be 900 million dollars spent on wind and solar energy just out of that federal um infrastructure bill so wind and solar electricity that's got to be a lot of work for electricians i mean you've got to build the fields also there are other other workers involved but that's a lot of work for electricians (laughs) it's good news absolutely So let's let's go backwards now be, um, and talk about your background a little bit. So so tell us like briefly where where are you from? Are you from Chicago? Um, yeah, I'm from the suburbs of Chicago. Okay. Uh, you know, born in Addison, grew up there, and um, yeah, I, I went to UIC for for a little bit of college. Okay. And uh, and what did you do at UIC? I well, I studied business management and accounting for a little bit, and mm-hmm. I was on their gymnastics team. Cool. 
Cool. So do you still have college debt? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. And that was only for two years. Two so. years. All right. And then, okay, so you go to college, right? And then what happens? Uh, do you go, go straight into the trades or do you get a job? No, no. I, uh, I started working for a small sales company and then jumped into New York Life. Okay. And I did a couple years there. I worked a couple years there doing a little bit of asset management and some life insurance. Right. And then I kind of pivoted. (laughs) It wasn't what it was supposed to be. Corporate America is not for everyone. (laughs) Definitely not. And so, how do you then take you know take us from that gig, right? So working for New York Life, which is a giant, I'm sure, Fortune 500 company, to you becoming an apprentice at Local 134 of the IBW. Like, how does that how does that happen? So I have five uncles and my father that are Local 134 members Mm -hmm. or retired now. Yep. Um, and at the time, two uncles were retiring, so I got the nerve to ask them if I can do some retirement planning for them. If I can at least just peek into you know, what their, their retirement was going to look like, I was lucky enough to review it. And when I saw IBW-134 <laughs> benefits going into retirement, wait a second, I was like, I'm, I'm in the wrong industry, right. for sure. <laughs> That's a, so you literally had this epiphany by looking at what they, these guys it. were getting and what they were going to retire with and, and said to yourself wow, maybe I should switch careers. Oh, yeah. After that meeting, I, I looked at my dad and I said, Dad, I, I think I'm going to become an electrician. Yeah. <laughs> and he just, thought I was joking. Yeah, just like that. Oh, yeah, just like that. I know. I said I was going to become a lawyer and everybody laughed at me, too. <laughs> Stop. They still laugh, Kevin. They're still all laughing. <laughs> Nobody's actually sure. Nobody's actually seen my degree, right? Did you bring it with you? I'd actually I, I, wouldn't I, I, mind I, seeing it. I carry it in my pocket. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> internet law school. <laughs> do they have those internet law schools? I'm sure they do. Yeah, you should go to one. I should. And, and one for communications. <laughs> yeah, I could use a little little bit of help. <laughs> so anyway, we digress. So you, so you, what, you, what did you start as, as a helper? Yes. So I did a, like a nine-month program just to get my feet wet um, mm-hmm. on the job site. Get the understanding of the tools, the material, yeah. and literally just wearing a pair of work boots for sure. the first time. <laughs> for the first time ever. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely new. Um, after those nine months, then yes, I, I tested in and I got onto the apprenticeship program. And, and, and you were a helper. I was. I was a summer helper when I was in high school with 134, and I worked for a company called Block Electric, and, then, and it was awesome. And that's where <laughs> Alyssa is currently working, according to Small her sweatshirt. World. Small they world. just give out free sweatshirts. But <laughs> I had a great time, so what's up to my friends over at Block Electric? <laughs> Not really the message. <laughs> <laughs> He's got no friends. But well, that's well, absolutely true. Yeah. Like, who is this guy? I've never yeah. heard of him. But, uh, I mean, you, you raise an interesting point, because to get into an apprenticeship, there are a lot of, a lot of folks out there who may think that construction apprentices are for people who get C's and D's in high school and everybody else goes to college unless you know you belong in a trade school or into a trade. But I mean, to even qualify as an apprentice is so difficult that you have to go through sometimes pre-apprentice programs or helper programs oh, yeah. just to get the skills that you need to get in because it is, it's competitive, it's challenging work, and it's not for dummies. I mean, you know, apprenticeship programs are are extremely competitive i mean our at local 150 ours has a higher rejection rate than caltech um and so you're looking for people who have college educations and everything but uh um you know it uh it's it's challenging yeah and how do you find it like did you find it 
like I'm. I'm still learning. Lived, you, I mean, <laughs> but you went from nothing, like having zero, just having family members that were electricians, to literally becoming a helper, right. and then you know testing and becoming a first year apprentice, and you've walked through that system ever since, correct? Yeah, I mean, just because I, you know, I do have the family in the business it's not like at thanksgiving i'm like hey how how was work today yeah right you know right. so it, it was it was all brand new for me yep. um but i mean you are, they they pave it really well so that i am not like completely lost <laughs> how many how many hours do you put in as an apprentice before you become a journeyman oh that's a good question i think it's like 8000 hours if i'm not mistaken yep that right? sounds about right that's, yeah and and that's amazing right i mean that's actually more hours than you would take in terms of college courses if i'm not mistaken right yeah probably and it's it's good it's comforting to know that if you hire a union electrician, this is somebody who has gone through eight hours of training or eight thousand hours of training. Right. Somebody who actually knows what they're doing and is taught by instructors rather than the guy standing next to him on the job who might not be a very good electrician himself. You know, in a in a non union setting or le- less professional setting. So tell us what what do you do on the job? Like, uh, just give us a, a, a normal day right now as a fifth year apprentice. What do you do? Uh, right now, we're we're working at a 16-story condo. It's a remodel, so uh, it's in the later stages of this building. Mm-hmm. And right now, we're we're trimming in outlets, um, putting installing the light fixtures and stuff. Kind of the final end of things, but yeah, I mean, I saw it kind of from a shell, you know, from a skeleton, and seeing everything kind of come together. And you're doing all the wiring, all the electricity, et cetera. Definitely. Right? And yeah, so, to your, in my... to, to your point, Ed, you want to have skilled people doing that so your house doesn't catch on fire for sure right? electricity is no joke <laughs> yeah, exactly. as someone who's electrocuted myself once or twice i leave it to the professionals it's definitely no joke <laughs> yeah that's cool so so we so we're talking right now with uh Alyssa cruz she is a fifth year uh apprentice for ibw local 134 and would you mind sticking around um after the break because i want uh we have some more questions for you Definitely. Sounds good. Okay. Well, we'll be right back uh, right here on 720 WGN, the Worker's Mic. You're listening to the Worker's Mic, powered by the Midwest Coalition of Labor and sponsored by Megan Financial, Premise Health, and Voya Financial. All right. We're back with the Worker's Mic here on 720 WGN. I'm Ed Maher here with Ken Edwards and our guest, Alyssa Cruz, an apprentice from the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local 134. Uh, If you were with us on the last segment, we were talking a little bit about Alyssa's got an extremely interesting background, um, you know, wound around a little bit through the corporate world before, um, you know, finding sort of a great uh, a great situation in the trades um so welcome back Alyssa. thanks for sticking around thank you for having me now you said you're a fifth year apprentice when you and so we you know we we've called it you know earn while you learn mm-hmm. right so just what are you making right now um roughly around 41 and change 41.64 and that's that's on the check that's not including benefits Correct. pension health care etc yeah, that's, that's just that's that's, that's just the check <laughs> and as an apprentice you get raises what in every six months every six months correct no matter what yeah right as long as obviously you can hit your training and you're, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you're doing well right it's right. not like you just get a free pass you actually have to you know do you get tested you well, have to work <laughs> but i'm saying like do you like have somebody watching you make sure that you're actually performing yeah your boss yeah <laughs> your foreman your general foreman your yeah. journeyman yeah okay. you're definitely under under the eye for sure right it's not just a free pass like correct. welcome to the trades you know see you in 30 years when you retire <laughs> oh no your employer your contractor has got to be profitable they have to be able to make money and count on you to be able to do you what you're supposed to show. do right yeah. yeah right so you so so then when you what do they call it graduate i guess or when you become a journeyman when you tap mm-hmm. out. yeah and i say journeyman 
to be journey person, right? Journey person is the proper term now. Is that right? <laughs> yes. When you, I, who knew? I knew that. You knew that? Yeah. Journey person. Or journey there worker. There it is. Journey worker. Okay. I've heard that one. So you become a journey person when? Um, you hit your 8,000 hours mm-hmm. after your five years and... You're making $52 and change. God bless. Good yeah, for you. Right. That's, that's great. I got I got a little bit less than a year to go. Okay. And then I'm topped out. And have you uh, spent any of this money? <laughs> buy, buy anything? Buy a bass boat? or you I know. bought my first house as a fourth-year apprentice. That's, a, that's, that's amazing. Third-year apprentice, That's actually. amazing. Yes. That's, that's great. Yes. Good for All you. thanks to IBW. Couldn't do it without them. Yep. Um, definitely very, very blessed to be able to do that on my own. That's great. And you know, so ahead, something I wanted, to, yeah. I wanted to point out is um, you know the journey worker rate. You know your apprentice rate. And a union contract provides that rate. So there's typically, um, you know, what's called a, a gender pay gap or a, a racial pay gap, like a, a difference where, you know, a female worker in most industries makes on average like 80 something cents for every dollar that a male worker would earn. Uh, but with a union contract, that's not the case. It's, are you an electrician? You know, a, a male electrician makes the same as a female, makes the same as a white, black, Catholic, Muslim, gay, straight, you know, there's there's no discrimination under a union contract. And I think that's something that unions could do more to, to share with people because it's such a hot issue um, in society. But, um, you know, I've often said to Ken that the best uh, way to protect yourself, the best tool to protect yourself from wage discrimination is a union contract. Yeah, wage theft. Uh, so you make the same as every, the guy right next to you is a fifth-year apprentice. doesn't matter what he looks like. You guys make the exact same amount of money. Absolutely. It's and, a and great feeling. At, it, it should be a good right. feeling because, you it's know, the way it, it should it's, be. It's, it's, First of all, it's the way the entire country should be. Yeah, right. right. You would think it's, that's you, a common practice. <laughs> it's, oh, it's not even close. No. I mean, and studies have shown, you know, for years upon years upon years, and I think, you know, women are like, literally like, it was 70 cents, and, and now it's 80 cents. Like, woo, like, yeah, we're, right. we're catching we're up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we do the exact same amount of work, if not more, and, yeah. and we're getting paid less. But like Ed said, you know, union contract, you know, literally evens the playing field. Mm-hmm. And... And so let me let me ask you this: um, as a woman in the building trades, because I think if I'm not mistaken, I think the building trades have about fourteen percent women. Oh, it's it, it varies among trades, but I, I know that IBW's got a pretty high percentage. And I, I want to say it might be, um, or with with females, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I'm, I'm more sort of familiar with the minority numbers, but um, but the number I know uh, year over year gets bigger every year. That's great. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, how's your experience been in in that regard? Uh, no complaints. It's it's definitely it's called a brotherhood. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone everyone treats me as an equal. You know, I don't feel like I'm a female walking in. You know, one one of the only females on a job site. Right. You won't feel it really? at all. It's it's awesome. It's it's nice. I think that has probably shifted over the past few decades, don't you think? <laughs> probably. <laughs> and what about as a, as a woman of color? I mean, do you, any anybody give you a hard time? Nothing. Not yet. I mean, I, I don't see it coming in the future. Uh, again, like if something were to happen. My coworkers, all, all of my, my brotherhood, they would step up before right. I even got a word out. Yeah, that's good. You know, which yeah. is really nice. They're definitely... It's interesting. So, you know, it's a good feeling. And, and you know, my my friends laugh because I always call people like, you know, hey, what's up, brother? You know, yeah. what's up, sister? <laughs> right. But we mean it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. if you are a member of, you know, like I come from the operators and I call people brother, I still talk to guys I've met 30 years ago and I still call them brother, you know? And... Right. and we literally mean that, you know. Yeah. So you, we oh, call yeah. you sister, you know. What it, it, <laughs> that's me. <laughs> that's you, right? Yeah. So that's that's pretty cool. Um, and so, if you had to give some advice, right, to 
uh, a young, let's say, you know, let's just use you 10 years ago, right? You give yourself advice from 10 years ago. You know, what would what would that advice be to somebody that, you know, doesn't necessarily Think want to go to college right, or, right. or might not know anything about the building trades, right? What, what, what would you say to that person? I mean, I, I started from ground zero. So don't feel like you, you need some type of prior knowledge, prior experience, um, I didn't know the difference between a hammer and a screwdriver before it. getting into this. It still does. So, <laughs> so, so now, it. just throughout the years, you're, you're growing, you're developing, and with the the training of the apprenticeship program, it's phenomenal. And even you know, after you're out of the school, you're you're in the trade, you're working, you're hands on. You have a question, you look left, you look right. You've got your journeyman, you've got your general foreman, you've got answers somewhere right. if it's not within yourself. Right. <laughs> so it's it's. I mean, you just got to pull the trigger. You just got to do it. And are you happy with the decision that you made? Oh, my God. Very, very happy. It's it's a great opportunity that I'm I'm blessed with. So I've gotten far with IBW. You know, we say that, you know, in the building trades and unions in general, we're our own best kept secret. Right. And, you know, and we, we, I mean that. Like part of the, the thrust of the show is to try and get the word out about, you know, what unions do and what labor does. And, and we talk about workers' issues as well. But, you know, it's always been like – like you said, like, you know, a family business. So you have to right. know somebody or, you know, the, the people think that you have to, you know, have some sort of skill set to walk in the door or, you know, have an uncle in the business or blah, 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 whatever that is. That's not really the case. I mean, you, I mean, right. I know your family was in it, but your family didn't say like, well, she's now a, a member of 134. Like you right. had right. to apply and start. No, as I, I, you I did the, the whole process Go like everyone else did. I mean, I, I tried getting into the apprenticeship program. I didn't pass just because I didn't have any experience. So that's when that helper program really stepped up and helped me get like hands-on experience it's like a pre-apprentice program yes Yes. okay that's pretty cool i want does all the trades have that Uh, a lot of them do i know the operators have one the laborers have have worked with them but um you know there are certain areas and and especially in the city of chicago there are no longer technical programs at the public schools right and so um apprenticeship programs are finding that it's harder and these these students are at a disadvantage and so it's not fair to um, you know to, to have them at a disadvantage just because their schools didn't offer tech programs and there's some kid from a private school who's used a hammer at school or who has you know taken some sort of a welding class in, in high school um, and so these the unions are trying to kind of give a little bit of help uh, to prepare people to take the test and score well enough to have you know a fair opportunity to get into the program because you know as we were talking about these programs are becoming more diverse um, and that's a good thing that's a necessary thing. Um, and I think it's really important, Alyssa, uh, what you say about being, you know, a woman in the trades, uh, which is historically just a male-dominated industry. Because every time another woman gets in, you're an example to, to other women who might think, "Well, that's not a career for me." Right. Um, you know, and and so you're you're starting, you're you're keeping the momentum going, and hopefully, you know, you'll you'll help continue to grow, kind of. Uh, the ability of women to to voluntarily step in and see this as a legitimate job opportunity where you can be a third year apprentice with some college debt and still mm-hmm. buy your own home. I mean, I know a lot of folks who were three years out of college and, uh, you know, working at whatever their job was after college and they couldn't afford a home. They're still living with, with mom and dad. So it's a yeah. tremendous opportunity. Oh, it, it definitely is. It's, it's done me well so far. Um, again, it's, it's, you don't need the knowledge coming in. You'll learn it along the way. And, mm-hmm. Trust me, I talked to my dad who's been in the industry for 30 years. He's still learning. He's still growing. He's still making sure. the money. Yeah. So. so do you see yourself, where do you see yourself in 10 years, 20 years from now? I mean, do you see yourself continuing to be a journey person? Do you want to go into the, you know, work for the union itself? Like, what? what what's, what, tell me. Um, I mean, yeah, you're, you already I, I, introduced the president, <laughs> right? So you're like, you, you got a kind of a start. Yeah, right? I got a good head start there. Yeah, you got a high bar. Um, 
No, I, I I jumped into this with a couple couple options of you know maybe down the road maybe I want to start my own company. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely have the help to do that if I wanted to. I but right now I actually just became an associate trustee on the board of our um, insurance trustees. Well, wow. Yeah. Well, you've got that uh, that New York life insurance background, right? Some, yeah, a little bit of background, and I did let them know. You know, I'm I'm still new. I was still learning stuff mm-hmm. then. Um, but no, they they're they've been helpful. I've been sitting in on conferences quarterly, learning, absorbing, soaking it in, um, just because it is it is new to me. But yeah, that's amazing. So uh, <laughs> you the first uh, associate trustee uh, as, as an, an apprentice. apprentice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yes. amazing. I, kudos to you. So yeah. so Thank if you're you. just joining, we're 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 going to wrap this up pretty quick. But we're we're talking to Alyssa Cruz. She's at IBW Local 134 uh, apprentice. And, you know, the conversation has been really, really interesting. I, I will give Local 134 and, and the rest of the trades that are doing this, you know, I just read something. The Carpenters graduated their first all-women apprentice class, wow. which is just amazing, right? Wow. And you need to take these young folks like yourself and train them not only in the, the jobs, right? Right. You're learning a skill set to, you know build buildings and you know construction and whatever our, that particular trade is but you also need to learn the business of the union right, right? because we Definitely. have to train our leaders our future leaders now and if you have 20 years of sitting there watching board meetings and looking at you know what a health plan looks like and you know the IBW just opened up uh, its first doctor's office right yes. uh, it just and I went there I toured it so amazing right it has its own uh, eyeglass store <laughs> it's really really cool and so like doing stuff like that teaching the younger folks I think is really really important to number one keep the labor movement you know mm-hmm. viable and and then actually move it forward right and as we've talked about do better right definitely you know bring on some young people that have you know some smarts to be blunt with you and put them in positions where you know they can learn and then help run, make a difference make it that's exactly right make a difference yeah. like do do good that's the goal. Well, these are multi-billion dollar operations and so we need smart you know, enthusiastic young people to, to take the reins over. Um, so yeah, I, we, cer- we certainly do. You know, you think of like, you know, union uh, and, you know, oh, some bunch of guys smoking cigars in the back room or <laughs> right. something like that, right? And then you go to 134's hall and it's like, you know, it's like a stadium. It's right? beautiful. It's, it's absolutely beautiful. It was a high school, right? And they've opened, I think you guys opened your gym to the neighborhood so people can come play basketball there. Right. I mean, that's just, it's badass what, what, what the building trades are doing. So we really appreciate your coming here today. Now, before you leave, yeah. I do have one question oh, for you, God. and that is, um, around the city, you work, you've worked probably in every area of the city. What's the best place to get lunch in the city of Chicago? <laughs> oh, no. If I say I pack my lunch, is that a bad answer? All right. You can get away <laughs> with that one. You pack your lunch? I do. Like a little brown bag? Well, that's yeah. why she could afford a house <laughs> in her third year as an apprentice. She's smart. It's called Unlike money us. management. Right. Good budgeting. Wow, you are, you're, she you're teach a better a person I never brought my lunch anywhere. <laughs> Well, listen, thank you so much for uh, for coming on the show. We really, really appreciate it. Thank, thank you for, sharing you for your story. having me. Yeah, for sure. You're listening to the Workers Mike right here on 720 WGN. We'll be right back.